0: Moonroving, uh, like the soundtrack, man. How's it going, bud?
1: Good, good. How are you?
0: Good, good. Haven't talked to you since uh, January twenty
1: fourth. <laughs> Long time. <laughs> this ahead. is uh,
0: this is Ken Walton uh, from uh, Thunderbolts. Oh Hazard wow! Games now. There you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think you messaged me and let me know. I forgot though.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Bring these guys up here.
2: What's up? What's up? Thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course, Gab.
3: Hello, hello.
1: Hello, space.
3: <laughs> Just call me space. <laughs>
1: this is, uh, by the way, if you guys have heard of these guys, they're called Tiny Moving Parts, out of Minnesota. Kind of a rock emo, um, like math math emo rock. If you know anything about that type of music, but awesome. All right, who are we waiting on here? So we got, let me get organized.
4: Inside,
1: or really <laughs> All right, DG, you grabbed it good. We got Peng boy here. All right, guys, we'll get. Yo, what's up? How are you? I'm
5: doing good, man. How I'm just excited for this show. Let's do it. Uh, well,
1: up. I think we're still waiting on play big time, so I got to get them. Let me just make sure they're awake. They were responding earlier, so they should be good.
6: It's perfect time. I just got to finish watching the Heat crush the uh, the Sixers. That was very nice.
1: Is that what I'm not even following it? What what game is that?
6: As uh game one of the Eastern Conference, I guess the semis oh, no. and, uh in basketball.
1: All these Jersey guys fired up, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh I guess we'll bring Steve up here. Who are we winning on? All right, so Bill uh, play big time we're winning on Azra's here. Solana Bankers. Uh hey guys, Solana Banker, make sure you're on your mobile app. So I can pull you up. We got uh, Space Plus, which—I <laughs> mean, what's the official name? Uplift Aerospace. No.
3: The uh, the project is Space Plus, okay. and we're a Web three project by uh, aerospace company called Uplift Aerospace. Okay, very cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, so they're on. Obviously, Kev the Cactus is here, mighty prickly.
2: I'm here, super prickly. Although bit this p doesn't have it.
1: We got uh, Pang Boy from 3D Gamers Guild hanging out, helping co-host tonight. Thanks for for jumping in.
5: Yeah, much. I mean, much appreciate you having me on,
1: man. Let's have some fun. And then uh, DG Labs, who's our headline sponsor. As you guys know, we've got a couple sponsors on the show. Uh, the headline sponsor is always welcome to come hang out. So if sometimes they're tied up, sometimes they're not. I always think it's good to have them come hang out if they're around. So he'll be hanging. Uh, with us tonight so this is the lately Late show morning uh, moon roving uh so grateful to have you guys on if you wouldn't mind retweet the space uh, let's get some more people in here uh, if you check up top i've got just the general hey this is the show uh pinned up top if you want to retweet that that'd be good it's got a link to the show and then azra games is doing five whitelist spots so uh if you want to get a hold of that uh retweet it and we'll be giving those out towards the uh the end of the night uh and like mentioned uh we got play big time who's up here now azra games Solana bankers Space Plus, Cab the Cactus, uh, and we are uh, presented by DG Labs, who's joining us and hanging out with us tonight. They've got their coming up on May 5th, Intergalactic uh, Pandas. Uh, This is a a company or a project that's focused on bridging the gap between physical art and digital art, Uh, really out there trying to build a a brand in in Web3. They've got an art studio as well, so kind of a a unique uh, play on uh, the digital space today. Uh, they've got exhibitions and auctions and all this stuff kind of planned. So check them out. May fifth, they're they're going to be minting um, the intergalactic offering, uh, and then we got ladder casters. They're minting on the sixth. Uh, this is uh, another gaming opportunity if you want to get into that PVE, um, and they are 100% game on the blockchain. So kind of unique play. They've been to nine hacker houses, so pretty well connected with uh, a number of you and a number of the builders across the space. Uh, and then last we. Um, I actually had another one I had, I added not on accident, but uh, in addition to, let me see if I can pull it up. There was an overlap in sponsorship um, by accident, but let me see if I can pull the guys up really quick. Um, Dgen. So I actually just put a tweet up about these guys as well. So check them out also. They're minting um, actually next week, but uh, on monkey labs on the 17th. And it's kind of a gaming play. So 50% of royalties, uh, we'll go to holders, Fifty percent, 44% of the, of the income from the game will, will go to holders as well. So kind of a nice passive play of uh, t- token, staking, breeding, all that stuff that you're used to. I think the play there is uh, just kind of long-term passive tied in with um, a casino-ish. So with that, let's get to um, you know the show. So we'll just run down the lineup as we have it set up. Um, and maybe before I do, Pangboy, do you want to maybe give a shout out and just tell everybody a little bit about who you are and um maybe a minute on um 3d gamers guild
5: yeah yeah sure no so you know just for you who guys don't know me uh i'm pain boy and the founder of 3d gamers guild what we are is a crypto gaming content guild out here in the metaverse um you know right now we do have the top streamer out here you know on big time on meta ops on a lot of these other games out here so Know, we're really here just starting out, and you know, I think we've already shown some strength here by having the top streamer, Yas Please, if you guys have seen him around. And yeah, I mean that that's basically just a little bit about what we're doing. And you know, we got big time up here, which is a game that we're really heavily involved in. Um probably the most active guild right now in big time. We have had voice chat running for two weeks straight on this in our Discord. So definitely uh, you know, if you guys are interested you guys can check this out after you guys learn some more about big time
1: all right cool that's uh let's rock and roll so we'll go we'll go play big time azure games Solana bankers uh space plus and then kev the cactus if you guys would kind of how we normally run which is give us like a one to three minute intro maybe a little bit about the project the roadmap what you think differentiates you have you minted are you going to mint you know just kind of a whole kind of ele- elevator pitch shebang uh we'll go through the uh the guest list and then We'll circle back and go a little bit deeper with each of you for five to 15 minutes, just depending on how deep you want to go. Uh, if you've got questions or comments for any of the uh, the folks in the room, uh, feel free to um, request the mic. We'll pull you guys up. We'll probably wait until we at least get through the the intros. Uh, and if you do have a question, just try to be uh, clear and concise, get right to it so we can keep rolling. Uh, the goal is to get uh, the show through in 90 minutes. we will probably go 120, uh, but hopefully we'll cap out at that point. Uh, With that, let me hand the mic over to to Play Big Time. I will be quiet, and thanks uh, for jumping on the the call, guys. Uh, Let's have some fun. So Play Big Time, over to you. Give us a quick intro, and uh, God bless.
7: Right on. Hey, thanks for having us on here tonight. My name's Matt. I'm on the Big Time marketing team. So for those of you that that do not know about Big Time, uh, it's a MMORPG game on PCs. So it's a totally free-to-play game, it's not pay-to-win, and it's the first AAA-rated game uh, on blockchain. Uh, so we just started our early access period about two weeks ago, so that's when the early access pass holders uh, can enter into the game, and then in about eight more weeks um, is when global launch happens and, and, and free-to-play starts. The NFTs inside of the game are, are cosmetic, so you can pick them up as droppable loot from beating enemies and... The bigger the enemy, the bigger the NFT is. And then you. All, we also have a space NFT, uh, which is, operates like a land where you can craft and upgrade NFTs. So that's us in about 60 seconds.
1: So as far as NFTs go, just really quick, do you have mints that come out throughout the year or is it mostly just stuff that's gathered in game uh, play?
7: Two types. So... Uh, The cosmetic NFTs, which are like skins and weapons, you can pick up from in-game play. um, And they're already being populated onto our marketplace. Uh, We also have space, which is basically like a non-localized land NFT. Think of it like a house that you built in Sims or something like that. And uh, we've sold, I think, 25% of those right now. um, And the actual in-game functionality will kick in in about 10 weeks right now. But you can also find those inside the game, but they are exceedingly rare.
1: The ones that you sold, are they? It... Yeah, so. Sorry.
5: Oh, yeah, no, I would just like to give an extra shout out to Big Time. Um, this is mainly just for the gamers out here who are into like Diablo 2, World of Warcraft type games. Uh, you know, Big Time is the best game I've seen as someone who just spends my entire day, every single day, researching crypto games and playing them. Um, and, you know, you guys are definitely in good hands, experienced team, started by the Decentraland co-founder himself as well. So, like, yeah, these guys, you know, these guys are no joke out here.
7: Yeah, it's definitely an all-star team. So, like, Ari and Thor both, or, I mean, Ari founded Decentraland and then left there once the Dow took over. And then if you look at the big-time team, I think outside of Ari and Thor, the two founders, there's not a ton of like blockchain game developers. They're all AAA developers. So they may be games like League of Legends, Gears of War, Fortnite, Diablo, some serious veterans. And that's definitely who we associate ourselves more closely with as opposed to some of the other pay to earn, excuse me, play to earn games that have come out here on blockchain over the last couple of years. Definitely see ourselves as more of a triple A studio. So,
1: is there a a play to earn element beyond the NFTs?
7: There's a stronger play and earn element than anything else. So, the NFTs that are inside of our game have basically fallen under two categories there's cosmetics, which is how you can customize your character, and then there's utility, which is built on space, which allows you to craft and upgrade those NFTs you find inside the game. So, if you want to increase the rarity or change them a little bit or customize them, then you need space. Okay. All of that being said, though, it doesn't affect gameplay. So, even if you have a lot of money in NFTs, you don't get like a player stats or advantages over free to play players. Okay.
1: Okay, cool. Good intro, guys. Thanks for, for coming on. We'll dig deeper uh, here in the, the coming minutes. All right, so let's roll over to uh, right. Ezra. Hazard, thanks for jumping on. Give us a you know two or three minute intro on what you guys are doing.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh, happy to be here. Uh, big time. We we uh, we see your AAA credentials, and we'd like to raise that. Um, we uh, we come out of um, we come out of free to play. Uh, our founder Mark Otero and I founded a studio uh, back in the very early days of uh, Facebook gaming. They got picked up by EA back in. Um, gonna say 2009 I'm forgetting when we got bought but uh we got acquired then we went on and became a mobile studio and uh our founder Marco otero uh designed the game star wars galaxy of heroes for ea which uh which has gone on to become ea's uh biggest title of uh of all time actually on the mo- in the mobile space um uh, it's made 1.4 billion and um he left ea about five years ago Went into venture capital and saw what was happening in, uh, with blockchain games and just was really inspired by player-owned assets and uh, gave everyone a call back in January and said, you guys, we need to get into this space and, and make something real. So um, we, uh, we launched you know, very quietly in January and we're here today with about 24 hiring rapidly. We wanna bring um, collectibles and combat RPGs to the blockchain space uh also in a, in a very triple a way and so um we uh we closed the seed round um and uh we have a blockchain partner that we haven't announced yet but um we're uh we're moving very quickly and uh building something pretty cool in the background um that we're we're going to be announcing a lot in the next few weeks um and uh, yeah we just uh we uh, we're excited to, to be here in, in, uh, in this space, building something uh, pretty big.
1: You know, I got a DM when I put that giveaway up, uh, and this doesn't normally happen, actually. But someone hit me up that I know, like, you got to give me one of those five whitelists. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I was like, oh, because I've not been following you guys. I uh, actually yeah. most of the guys in the room, I haven't really followed that closely. So I'm looking forward to really hearing more about what you guys are all building. Uh, but yeah, yeah so obviously there's some buzz around what you guys are doing. And then with big time, you know, Pangboy boy was like, Oh dude, I got to jump on. So he's being a big gamer with big time. I think it was awesome. it, both of you guys have been up on my radar. So I'm excited to dig deeper with, with both y'all. So thanks for coming. Awesome.
0: On. We still have a lot of whitelists left and, um, we're, we've got, we're, you know, we have a 200 DAO requests so We're we're filtering right now, but, um, yeah, we're 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 kind of we're still sort of a little stealth right now, um, and you know we've got some big announcements coming out. Um, you know how it is with VCs; everything has to sort of be in in sequence with the PR and, and everything else. So, uh, I'm I'm a DJ I'm a builder, and I, I, I want to announce all the stuff we've we've already got lined up. Sure, but, uh, but I can't, and uh, I just just want everybody to know that we're we're excited to be here and uh, building something great. We're we're at about twenty four people right now and hiring pretty quickly Oh wow. okay. yeah so um
5: yeah. so yeah uh just yeah, real quick now how does the? Uh, i guess you guys are launching are you guys launching nft to your game already or is this just like to the Azra game studio
0: so we we are launching uh an nft pro our first nft drop is going to be early summer like we're we're saying june right now might slip a little bit but um we're, we're pretty dedicated to that timeline. And um, yeah, so we will have a uh, couple of NFTs drop. And then the, the game's going to come out in, um, in sequences. It's, it's going to be kind of an iterative process. And we should have like a full game with uh, like 3D combat, um, qu- quite a robust interface by, by uh, Q1 of next year.
5: Awesome. Awesome. Cool. All right, Ezra, thanks for
1: coming up. We'll keep rolling. We'll we'll circle back with you, but uh, appreciate you giving a quick intro. All right, Solana Bankers. Hey, guys. Good evening. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, Give us uh, an intro, and the mic's over to you.
8: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. So here's my little pitch. If you're active in the Solana NFT space, then you are well aware of staking projects. These projects reward you for locking up your NFT for a set period of time by providing you with payments for locking it up. So what if you could use some of your NFT's locked up value in the form of a loan? Think of all the benefits that having that extra liquidity could provide you. So we at Solana Bankers are taking advantage of that idea. We're developing a product that will allow you to use your staked NFTs as leverage for loans. Leverage for loans. With our service, you can keep investing part of your NFT's value while still collecting the passive income of your NFT. The process will be almost identical for the consumer to stake through our loan system as if they were to stake normally. The user will simply have to stake their NFT through our site and the rest will be done on our back end. When the user has decided they want their NFT back, they simply have to pay back their loan in unstaking claimed NFTs and tokens. So where where does our collection come into play? So in order to use this service, you will have to own a staked nft you have to you have to stake a Solana bankers nft and depending on the value of your loans you might need a few and that's, that's my that's my my pitch
1: oh you're rolling okay cool so staking uh the loaning aspect of this when did you guys actually i guess come into play when did this project start
8: So I've been investing in Solana for a while, and I recently got into Generous Robots and that project, and I love that project. And I was thinking like, wow, I got so much capital locked up in this project. I wish I could use some of, I wish there was something that could allow me to use some of that capital. So I came up with this idea, and now I'm rolling with it.
1: Okay, very cool. And how big is your team?
8: Right now, it's just me and the devs. So it's about like three or four people. Okay, but um, I, I'd say we're quite early stages compared to the other projects on this show. Yeah, but we're just putting our name out there and just getting it going, you know. That's good.
1: And that's what this is about, right? We Try to have a yeah, exactly. big show where I've got some big time games being built, but then also some smaller projects that people may want to hear about. So thanks for for yeah. jumping on. And where are you? Where are you based out of?
8: We're based out of United States. We're in Eastern. Oh, nice. United States. So yeah.
1: Okay. Cool. Um, Yeah, I've got questions for you that we'll run through, but uh, good quick intro. Thanks for for jumping on. All right, let's roll over to Space Plus. Space, good to see you. Hey. Thanks for for jumping (laughs) on.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, of course. Uh, Well, my name's Emily. (laughs) My name's not Space or Space Plus, as cool as that would be. Uh, And I'm the director of. Everybody say hi, Emily. (laughs)
4: Hello.
3: (laughs) So friendly. Um, yeah, I mean we're we're sort of a, a newer project. We launched had a bit of a soft launch in January, and we've been building our project really organically ever since., um, but we're a bit of an outlier on the call right now, so I'll just give a little bit of background and how we came to be as a project because I think that's our inceptions. A little bit unique and and pretty interesting so we're a web 3 project in an nft collection being launched by an aerospace company called uplift aerospace and our company is based out of utah in the us Um, and as a company uplift aerospace is pioneering a range of advanced technologies for a multi-planetary economy to revolutionize humanity humanity's connection between space and earth as well as promoting the conservation of earth and the amazing resources and communities we have here on earth. Uh, And so that's like a pretty lofty, a pretty lofty mission. So to achieve this, we have a range of projects that are focused strategically around building the social, digital, and physical infrastructure to support not only commercial activities, but also cultural events between earth and space. Um, Of course, we're in this crazy Renaissance period for advancements in the private space sector, particularly over the last five years, Uh, And Uplift is contributing to the rapid increase in innovation that we feel is needed to drive the industry, uh, but also humanity's interest in space and get people involved in what it means uh, for the future of humanity and space. So in the short term, we're building out and developing Web3 infrastructure to help create relationships between people on Earth and people in space. And really, that's what Space Plus is, is all about. So it's about integrating Web3 tech including AR, VR, NFTs, and blockchain to facilitate and democratize access to space um, by creating the first Web3 space program for our NFT holders, uh, which is a big statement, and we can go into that in our, uh, in our discussion. But much like NASA's space program, our individuals that hold our tokens will be able to sit on councils, apply to be astronauts in upcoming missions, and create meaningful connections between Earth and space. And, and I should mention this is not in the metaverse. This is in real life. Um, So members of our Space Plus program will have token-gated access to an upcoming metaverse, but also real-life experiences um, and products such as suborbital space flights, microgravity flights, rocket launch events, uh, professional networks, and even payload space on the International Space Station. So we are actually right in the midst of preparing for MINT. Um, We are publicly announcing our MINT date and price and some more information around MINT tomorrow in our own ama in town hall uh so feel free to tune in for that if if you're a space nerd like us and that's about all i got
1: so it says on your website here launchment pass for mission list sale goes on may 10th as other date
3: yes the website was updated top a little top too secret. soon so you're top secret. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know so there's a little bit of alpha on this call yeah we cool. like had to send our uh our devs some updates for the morning (laughs) ahead of time we're like if people see it they see it but yeah so uh you guys i do read your website
1: i'm sitting here i know you did your
3: research and yeah yeah you got it you can well i gotta tell you
1: i think you need Pangboy boy myself and dg labs i think all three of us need to go to some like rocket launch and have like a couch set up and we're doing some amas there you know, yeah. let's, let's do it. Spaces yeah, from there's
3: space.
1: <laughs> yeah, spaces from space. Spaces I know.
3: <laughs> I say the word space more times in a day than like anybody, I think, <laughs> between like the NFT space and I'm on a Twitter space and we're going to space.
1: <laughs> and you're telling your husband or boyfriend, I need some space. Come on. Okay.
3: <laughs> we won't talk about that. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, cool.
1: Um, well thanks for coming up lots of questions I'm sure you've got a number of things that we can cover that will be a a fun uh, conversation to run through so Uh, but yeah Ezra not Ezra but um, I guess Space Plus thanks for jumping on Emily Uh, grateful for you and we'll keep rolling All right, guys we um, this is the Lightly Show we're still hanging out going through quick intros so we heard from uh, Play Big Time Big Time Guys, Ezra Games uh, Solana Bankers, uh, Space Plus and last but not least, Kev, the cactus, the man of the hour. Uh, so Kev, I want to hand the mic to you? Thanks for, for jumping in. Trying uh, trying try not to spend you know two hours talking about your, your story, but um, I'm just kidding. Uh, do you, Mike, do you, do you
2: have Do you have prior information that I spend two hours yeah. talking about? story? <laughs> Am I a known rambler?
1: No, no, no. I think could you think your I think, you're, I think your, I your I think your story is pretty straight to the point. which is why I wanted to have you on. Um, Well, thanks for having me. i got to say,
2: you're a very smooth host. You've done this before. This is my first show,
1: actually. It's the first time I've ever done this. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Congratulations. And by the
1: way, before Kev talks, guys, retweet the space so we can get more folks in here hanging out. How many we got here? 96. It's pretty healthy. It's pretty healthy for 9 o'clock on uh, on Monday night. So, but yeah, retweet if you don't mind. But, uh, yeah, Kev, over to you. Rock and roll, man.
2: I'm here. Hey, real quick before I get started. Um, Space Plus, that was actually amazing. I really can't wait to hear you talk a little bit more in depth about that a little bit later my brother is in the aerospace industry and um, i'm hearing all about that all the time so i'm loving what you're doing it's really interesting um, oh, amazing all right uh so kev the cactus is a art project that i'm turning into a fully community built art project um, kev is based on a tattoo that i've had on my arm for a few years that was a introduction for me into learning animation and visual arts of all sorts. And now I'm turning it into a fully collaborative, we'll call it a worldwide arts and crafts table where everyone can come play with this character. And by playing with the character, I'm rewarding everyone with royalties. So my developer is an ex-senior Apple firmware developer and him in conjunction with Vloms and Chief Keith from Monkey Labs have developed a custom script to write in royalties to uh, hundreds of different people, whoever participates in our project, so that uh, community members are built directly into the metadata of the royalties um, uh, of the NFT. So, we just did a mint. Um, something like forty different community members were built right into the royalties, and as they sell on Magic Eden, they're receiving seventy-five percent of the creator royalty just for participating in this project. So um this is a earned by participation project and i have a a whole plan for how to bring this into the future in other ways in other industries that this can be used for just uh, for benefiting creators more than just one or two different people and um, it's been amazing the last couple days just watching a few sales start to happen and the royalties are streaming in the code's working properly and community members are now officially one of one artists who have sold art um through my platform so yeah we're the worldwide arts and crafts table of kev the cactus and hopefully we can grow that a little bit larger and um, i'll expand a little bit on that later but that's my quick i'm out of breath pitch
1: (laughs) all right kev thanks for for jumping on thanks for the quick intro uh let's start going back and circling deep I will, uh, Ping you, a, I'll give you the first call out first, who you, want to, who you want to go back and circle back with. Before we do that, uh, guys, this is the Lit Late Show. We are presented by DG Labs. They're hanging out with us tonight as well. So DG, hopefully you'll have some questions, comments for some of the projects here. Uh, but thanks for sponsoring us. Uh, and they're minting on May 5th, Intergalactic Pandas. Uh, they're combining an awesome brand in Web3 with an art studio, trying to get, build a bridge for the gap between physical and digital art. So check those guys out. So, Pain Boy, who do you want to circle back and go deep with first?
4: Well, Who's you
5: know, big time's like, you no, know, my, my, one of my favorite gaming projects, but I want to hear more from Azra Games because these guys look like they have something really cool going on. And I really do think the first game to really, the first studio to really create this triple A game title that really attracts, you know, the Web 2 audience because the game is fun will be the ones that really make it big in the crypto gaming space. And, you know, Big Time's done such a great job so far, but now I haven't heard too much from Azra. So I wanna hear more about, you know, like what, what is the game about that you guys are launching and how does like the NFTs you guys are launching relate to the game? Okay,
0: um, good question. And, and thanks for that. I appreciate it
1: uh, because that, Hey, really be quick really before you go, I think it's hilarious- Sure, sure. Your, your list of contacts here. You've got all these great, wonderful, good looking people. And as you kind of go down, you know, you see their names and all this stuff. And you get down to the very bottom. they got this soul big brain guy. He's got a friggin' picture of a monkey. What's that all about?
0: <laughs> just you know, we have, we have seen him in person and um, he does resemble the monkey, believe it or not. Uh, like if, you know, if soul big brain put on a Solana flavored hat, he would look a little bit like his monkey. Yeah. I'm just going to say that right now. I don't think he's I, listening. I agree. <laughs> um yeah. So Solberg Brain, uh, we connected with him really early on in the process and he was excited about the team. We pitched him the, the deck and he just, he wanted to get involved right away. So he agreed to be an advisor and um, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to announce what else, what else he's helping us with. So I'm not going to right now, but um, he's, he's been a, a great uh, friend of the team and an asset and um, we appreciate his help. Uh, so we, 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 We do really want to bring um, AAA quality to the space. We're not going to say we're going to be the first AAA quality game that's uh, hitting the blockchain, but uh, we want to be the first AAA quality game of our type. We specialize in collectibles and combat RPGs. Um, Our founder, Mark Otero, he's our CEO, uh, but he's also our head game designer. And he, this is probably, I think it's his ninth one that he's done. Um, he started building these way back in the, the Facebook gaming era uh, when when he and I were running a, a studio called Click Nation, and we built a few of those, and we got by, bought by EA. Uh, and it was the Bioware division, and so we did Dragon Age game. We did we did several of those for EA, and that culminated in um, the studio getting the Star Wars franchise. And um, he worked on the game for a long time. And it was ready to launch. It was, you know, it had a ton of money already invested in it. And he didn't think it was ready. And he pulled it and worked on it for like another 10 months. And everybody said, you know, your career's done at EA um, for pulling this game and delaying it so much. But Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes came out and it it was a massive hit. And it's made over $100 million every year since then. I think it's like going five or six years straight now. And uh, last I heard was 1.4 million. So he uh, he really has gotten good at this one kind of game where you collect um, you collect different different characters in the game. You put them into a squad squadron, and it's very PvP focused. You're fighting against other teams, and um, it's very leaderboard focused and uh, league focused. And he just um, he really really got good at this one kind of game. But but EA is uh, it's a tough environment, and after that he decided to just leave he he launched the game and he just bailed right after that i was already long gone but um he after that he went into uh he he started a hedge fund mark's uh he's he's a software engineer by by trade that's what he started out as he has a, a cs degree and um he was really interested in, in ai and neural networks and he worked for this worked on this hedge fund for like five years i was i was involved with it for like the first few months and i just i couldn't get my head around it but uh he did really well with that and um he was he was doing trading for a long time but he he um he saw the the possibility with uh with nfts and player ownership i'll tell you a little story when we got bought by ea um sorry i think i said somebody somebody from slack is telling me i said 1.4 million and it's actually 1.4 billion with a b um just want to correct that but he saw the uh he saw the possibility of player-owned assets to be a real revolution in gaming and um i'll tell you a little story we when we got bought by ea we had a couple of really thriving game communities we had two games called superhero city and age of champions collectively they were making kind of 10 12 million a year and um they were like more important than how much they were making they were like really solid game communities and we we literally saw people get married i i had I came across a picture on Facebook the other day reminding me of this from 11 years ago or something when this couple who met in our game got married and we were, we were really sad when EA about kind of like 12 to 16 months in, decided they want to sunset these games. And, um, the games just disappeared. They, we gave them notice and that was it. And these, these communities of people who really loved each other, they would formed strong bonds and friendships and everything else. They, um, they, they were really at the, uh, the mercy of, of EA and, and its, its bottom line. And um, they closed the games down. And we, we never forgot that. And um, when, when Mark heard about you know, the possibility of player-owned assets and, and DAOs and uh, player participation in communities that, that, uh, that have a say in a game environment, he was really inspired by that. And meanwhile, uh, we hadn't talked in a while. But meanwhile, I was running my own project called the Infungibles. Uh That's still out there, still running strong. And and my co-founder on that, uh, Exabyte, is is constantly iterating, and uh, that's that's continuing to uh, support its user base. We um we we talked. I think it was January fourth. I remember the day I was getting a COVID test. I got COVID for the first time. We had a chat, and he said, "I'm I'm going to build a metaverse game. I'm really excited about what's going on." And here we are. It's you know it's just uh may now and we've got 24 people and he's really uh he's really done mark's an incredible recruiter so he's done a great job of uh recruiting really really hardcore game talent and uh the headquarters is in sacramento which is where the the hq of uh of capital games was that's the that's the uh the like the the studio that followed up after after our uh, our game studio click nation uh, I live in San Francisco myself, but um, he the, he's been able to like bring a bunch of people over from that studio, and we pull people in from other places around the U.S. Really great artists, uh, good game designers. Um, just a lot a lot of talent has come in, and um, we're building a good game in the background. And um, we're negotiating with different blockchains. We have yet to ink a deal uh, to ink a deal, but we're very very close. It's weird when you you know usually people come into to a blockchain they just start building <laughs> but when you when you have this kind of uh, team you you can talk to them directly and negotiate and there's different amounts of money exchanging hands and different amounts of uh support commitments and so uh we've been going through that but uh we know what we're building and we're excited about it and uh we have a good team so anyway i don't want to go on too long but uh we're, we're really excited about the kind of game we're, we're building and it's going to be yet another collectibles and combat RPG. We think it's going to be our best yet. And um, we are really focused on the economy and passive players who can do staking and active players who really want to play the game and the interface between the two and the complex economy that's going to serve all of that uh, and go back and forth. So we we think we're going to have staking unlike anything anyone else has seen. It's going to come out as soon as the nfts drop so uh that's all i've got for now i
5: will pass it on to somebody else so and i i did have a follow-up question just you no know, for sure, those who so. might not be as familiar with the star wars uh galaxy and that that type of like collectibles and combat is this like so is the combat is that going to be like mainly pvp with like other players <laughs> Or... yes, it will be
0: it will be PvP. It's very heavily PvP focused, but uh, there, there's obviously you know there's gonna be missions, you c- you can play the game um, in the background without fighting other players to to build up your power and the status of your characters. There's also um, there's gonna be passive play where you don't have to actually engage in regular combat. Um, you'll be able to stake, go on missions, accumulate in-game resources. Those things will be on chain. They'll be tokens, and you'll be able to trade them out for a yield if you want. Um, but this is not going to be a simple stake your NFT for a coin. Um, I don't want to say shit coin, but I'm going to say shit coin. We're not going to do like a single coin that's going to be a Ponzi scheme. Um, this is part of a, a larger economy that's going to be complex and interesting and engaging and you know our razor's edge is to make this just as fun for the people who are not considering themselves gamers but they want to get involved and they might want to buy an nft and watch the value go up and they might want to get some yield out of it we want it to be just as interesting and fun and rewarding for those players as it is for the hardcore gamers who want to accumulate resources and they want to Build up uh, in-game resources and turn them into crafting and gotcha boxes, perhaps, and actually like be able to mint NFTs with what they have built up over time. Um, there's different. There's a there's a whole array of types of players that we want to cater to. So that's uh, that's our
5: goal. That so basically, now what I'm hearing is basically there's going to be like a combat system, and you guys are mm-hmm. going to be in a, it's going to be a highly competitive PVP system. And then you also have like no missions for the people who might not know want to like be as super competitive and they can have something fun to do on that end. Um, And then like, where does the collectibles come into all this play? Like, cause yeah, uh, that, that is very interesting. So
0: collectibles, you know, we've all, we've all collected things, um, you know, baseball cards, figurines. And so in a game like this, you're, you're going to be collecting different characters in the game. And um, you you know the initial ones are going to be kind of common and, and they'll be they'll be the sort of infantry troops. And then as you level up, uh, maybe you can combine them together and you can make more powerful ones. Um, some of them some of them will be quite rare. Uh, some of them will be more powerful. And so you're basically building out a squad of, of uh, fighters in the game and uh, those will be able to be leveled up. And um, you know, the more you collect, uh, the more powerful you get, some people like to collect just for the sake of collecting. Other people like to collect to become more powerful and more wealthy in the game. So uh, that's just kind of a term that we use to describe the, the the different fighters that you're you're going to be able to collect in the in the Azur universe.
5: Yes, so so I'm I'm assuming like you no, know, the art for this is just going to look absolutely amazing, and like you know, people might just want to have this character just to like walk around in the universe because it just looks so cool. Yeah, you
0: are absolutely right. We, we are so focused on art. I mean, we have in-house artists uh, who we work with on a daily basis. And, you know, Mark, like I said, he's, he's got an eye for talent and he's also uh, a really good recruiter. So we already have a team of, I think there's five artists on staff already who are like working on a daily basis. And the stuff you've seen on our Twitter or, uh, you know, so far, that's just concept art. So that's just the basics. Um, but we're, we're developing stuff that's going to be truly epic that we haven't showed yet. And um, yeah, it's, there will be a lot of people who will just want to collect these characters simply because they look so cool.
5: That, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, we should talk sometime. I love that you're, you know, Soul Big Brain's in with, in with you guys. It's also in with, with uh, 3D Gamers skills, And, you know, the thing about Soul Big Brain is after I've seen him in person, I, I can confirm to everyone. His head is big enough to sport his big brain. So he's the real deal.
0: <laughs> you know what? When, when I first saw him, I described him as uh, he looks like a, like a smart MMA fighter.
1: <laughs> hey, guys, really quick. Um, as far as the NFT that we'll be minting out in June, mm-hmm. I know you can kind of mentioned it briefly, but what, what does that entail exactly? Like, what is the benefit of holding that, that specific NFT? What, what's the kind of concept around that offering? Okay, so
0: these, this first generation, we're calling them. Um, actually, I don't think I can disclose the name, but um, keep an eye on our Twitter over the next couple of days. But uh, the, the first generation of, the, of NFTs is going to be basically, you know, we, we don't plan to just do one game. We intend to have, you know, an entire universe of games over the next few years. And we're going to be working with some, some big IP as well. This first generation of NFTs, there won't be a lot of them. And they're going to be uh, really epic in terms of what you can get over time. So we think of them as PFPs. So they're going to be profile picks like what you'd see uh, with a lot of other NFTs. But we think of them as play forever passes as well. Um, so these are, uh, are going to get you unparalleled and unlimited benefits in every hazard game going forward, um, including games that we build with other intellectual property. And we have a lot of experience working with big IP. We're already talking to some some big names um, uh, about building games for them. And this first generation of NFTs is it's we're, we're working on the exact specs for it, and those will evolve over time. But we're committed to these being um, kind of like the VIP passes going forward in our universe. Do
1: you have a collection size in mind?
0: Yeah, so we're we're doing. Two mints, um, one um, male and one female. And um, the first one will be the males going out. And our target size right now is 5,000 for each. Um, we are talking to some big guilds and we may do some bulk buys. We haven't really like decided exactly where we're going to land on that. But um, these are not going to be massive collections. They're going to be small. Our intent is to underprice them keep the the mint size fairly small um because we don't intend we don't see this as a monetization event for the company we see these as a way to transfer value to our community to our early community supporters so we want these to go out sell out quickly and then pop on secondary and everyone who gets in early people who uh support us with whitelist we we really hope that these go up a lot and then people can uh
1: benefit sure. from that yeah we say you want it to be a smaller collection but ten thousand, i guess is probably what people would say would be larger these days
0: well five yeah this is true <laughs> five thousand five thousand to start and that's a target i mean we're keeping a close eye in the market sure um okay bears is pretty crazy uh so we're keeping a close eye on the market um you know we we think we have um some pretty good bona fides to justify a collection of, of that size but uh we're very open to change as we move along we're, we're uh we're tracking the marketplace really closely and we don't want to uh we don't want to uh lean out over our skis too much
1: yeah i think that's where where we've kind of run into trouble with some of these p2e pvp games have uh, they have like a five or ten thousand. Uh, size collection, people get excited mm-hmm. about it, mint for one or two Solana, and now they're sitting at like 0. .3, 0. .4 Solana, you know. So yeah, that's totally be agree. countless times, but yeah, very, very well aware of all Yeah, things. yeah, yeah It's not weird. the end of the story. Not the end of the story. I mean, like Raw, yeah. for example, definitely came down. I do think Raw will have a nice run this year with all the VC mm-hmm. and the things that they're building out there, the AAA game that they're trying to put together. But, yeah. you know, it's been a struggle, I think, for, for the NFTs with, tied in with games to do to do well. Um, so anyway. We,
0: yeah, we probably won't – we definitely won't go out to the public markets with that many at yeah. one time. That's for sure.
1: You know, one thing I'll just mention is um, we had – one of our, our headline sponsors from two weeks ago was Battle Drones. Mm-hmm. Battle Drones NFT, if you want to look them up. I think their collection is going to be 10,000, but they um, – they worked with, uh, Ping Boy, I don't know if I connected with them or if you already knew those guys, or if you if you brought them to me. I can't remember. But uh, nine thousand of the ten thousand collection were going to be only made available to guilds, guilds that were interested in what they were doing. So, uh, in actuality, only a thousand became available to like the general, like, you know, Solana NFT market.
0: Yeah, that's, that approach is anathema to to what we want to do with the First Mint. So, there, you know, there's plenty of times for us, there's plenty of time for us to sell in bulk to guilds, and we really appreciate what the guilds do, and they have a, a really valuable place in the gaming e- ecosystem. But this First Mint for us is about rewarding our community members yeah. um, with what we think are valuable assets in, uh, in the Azure universe
1: yeah you gotta make sure you take care of those guys especially the ones that like, for sure have done, have done like a community-based show in the morning and at night for the past six months absolutely <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Well,
4: yeah right
3: now, i mean
5: yes. no. <laughs> <laughs> i love to hear i mean that 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 is i think you guys are doing 100 everything right and you know i'm a guild right but like i i think it's a little ridiculous if someone sells out 90 percent of the collection to all these guilds and then the people who aren't in guilds only get like 10%. And I feel like that just kind of ruins it for the community, especially the people who have been with you guys from the start. Yeah. Um, I mean,
0: we, we opened up our community early, like we opened it up and we still had like a long ways to go. We were still putting things together and there are community members, really active evangelist types and we value them and they're hanging in. This is not just a profile picture project. We have a lot to build. There's a lot to go on, even with a big team. So some of these people have been hanging on for months and like, you know, we want to give them a chance to, to be part of, uh, part of our future and benefit from what we, what we feel is going to be
5: a real value add for them. I see. And like my last question to you is that like, is the game going to be free to play or do you have to have these NFTs to play? So we have, um, We have a vision for the game to be
0: free to play uh, for uh, most of the players to come on in the future. Like we're starting out with crypto natives and um, we will be selling these player passes uh, early on. So we, we envision, you know, I guess the OGs are going to buy their, buy their player passes and um, they'll have sort of uh, amazing benefits going forward in the future. But we do see, uh, we do envision a game. I mean, we come from a, a free-to-play background. So we know these economies and we do have a vision for uh, people to be able to come in for free, um, perhaps even, um, you know, non-people non, non people who don't have regular wallets. We want people to be, a, be able to come in with uh, with just regular fiat currency and onboard in ways with um, with custodial wallets in the beginning. And then later on, if they want to play their way up, there, there will be ways for people to play their way into quite a bit of power in the game, uh, even if they came in for free.
5: Love to hear it. That that that's that to me, as someone who's just looking in these projects, you know, 27, 247, like multiple days out pretty much every day now. Um and yeah, no, I I really do think the crypto gaming space, it's more about the free-to-play side. Then you have all these added benefits to your game, to where you get them with the free to play, and then they start to see this NFT side of things. And they're like, oh, wait, this is pretty cool. And I can buy this NFT and I can trade it. And I think that, to me, is the most natural evolution of the Web 2 people coming over to the Web 3 versus just pushing out, you no, know, hey, like, let's just, you know, pay, pay to earn this game. Like, I, know, I, like, that doesn't get any Web 2 gamers over. Really. And, you know, lo- love to hear what you guys are doing there. And, yeah, I mean, I think that's all I have to say. And uh, we can pass it on to uh, yeah, 2. 100%. Thank you.
1: Yeah, and guys we will be giving away five whitelists at the end of the show so uh, hang in there and we'll talk about how you can go about doing that uh, the tweets up top and depending on what that looks like as far as um, engagement goes you'll have to be in the room to to win so uh, we'll keep rolling through if we're 45 minutes in we've only gotten through I guess one project here so uh, let's keep moving through but Azra uh, thanks for, for coming on and uh, do want to catch up with you maybe offline on Infungibles and get your thoughts on what's happening in that space but we can, wait. We can do sure that thing. another Happy day so go. cool all right guys, uh, this is the Litley lit, lit show. We're hanging out with Play Big Time, Azure Games, a lot of Makers, Space Plus, Kev the Cactus Ping Boys with me. Uh, we also have our DG Labs guys who are our uh, I guess headline sponsor for the week and they're minting on the fifth. Um, and they're combining the world of digital art with real world art uh, with their intergalactic pandas mint that's happening on the fifth so check them out. Um, and they are building an awesome brand in web three, which is that's what we're all kind of focused on right now right who's going to carry the flag and have an awesome brand. Uh, DG labs is, is working on that right now. So check those those fellows out. All right, so let's head over to go a little bit more uh, maybe narrow uh, with Solana of and so guys, thanks for, for coming on the show. I know you kind of opened up talking about the ability to get kind of liquidity while you're staking uh, and continue to stake. Can you uh, really quickly walk us through what that experience looks like? And it sounds like you came across this opportunity um, because of issues of, of what you had, right? You had a number of NOTs, some that you were staking, couldn't get liquidity to get other uh, to get into other um, collections as they come up. And so you wanted to create a platform to, I think, empower uh, investors or folks in the salon NFT community to get that liquidity, but at the same time not lose out the opportunity that uh, occurs with, with staking their existing NFT uh, book. So with that, is that kind of the concept of what you're running through? And then two, you know, what does that experience look like? Can you kind of walk us through what I would do to kind of get involved on your platform?
8: Yeah, sure. So you said a lot there. So I'm pretty sure it was spot on, but I can't verify everything you just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did I cut out? No, I just, I just I, you said a lot. I would have to That's, go.
1: Back. I, I talk, I talk a ton. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so maybe just give us the high level. What is it in thirty seconds? Which I think I just said. But then also, how do I go about potentially when this is ready, you know, leveraging the service?
8: Yeah, I mean, it's basically just giving you money against. It's giving you a loan against your staked NFTs. So you're gonna stake your NFT through our website. And that's all you have to do. And then you'll get the loan automatically, and then we will stake it to the original staking site. So you'll be earning your tokens and your passive income. And then when you are ready to get the, the NFT back, you pay back your loan. And when the lockup ends, you can just pull it right out.
1: What does the loan amount look like?
8: So worth it's it's stuffy enough to vary between collections because there's obviously much more risk we, uh, from collection to collection. So if we did like, I think we're starting off at around like 30% of a collection's floor price. And we're going to, so it's going to be like 30%, but for some projects, like far riskier projects, we're going to have to make that a much smaller so that it, when the floor price drops, we are sitting at a good spot. Because if the floor price tanks, people are just going to keep their loans and they're not going to pay it back, which would hurt us. 100%
1: um is this going to be a manual process but the the, taking a look at the collections in real time or is this all going to be put through like an algorithm that helps it's it's all
8: going to be algorithm okay yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't be possible i guess it would but it's going to be algorithm and then we might we we have two ideas right now we either might do like any nft or do a formula or we might just start a whitelist of nft collections that you're allowed to stake and get a loan through us so, like the big ones okay. will obviously be like Stone Dave Crew, like, you know, those big ones. I'll obviously do um, Generous Robots because I want to use this product myself, which is why I'm making it. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing those.
1: So, is this, this isn't a P2P, right? This is some liquidity pool is in place that Correct. I can go to and get liquidity instantly.
8: Yeah, we're going to take the majority of our mint proceeds and then we will it'll just be automatically giving out the liquidity as loans
1: what is the the charge or the expense to me like interest wise
8: so this is the pretty interesting aspect we haven't decided yet I I the way I want to do this is I just have a higher um selfie on like Magic Eden so that the constant sale of our NFT will pay off the expenses that we incur. And this would also also make people like flippers not want to flip our project. So it really just gives you the the holders who really want to use the utility. So either that or we're going to do like a transaction percentage.
1: So are you familiar with Solana... um, What is the name? Solana... um... Shoot Sharkify. Are you no. sh- what's
5: that? Sharkify.
1: Have you heard of Sharkify? Pawnshot, maybe those are the guys I don't know. Yeah, the Solana Pawnshot, but who are the Sharkify guys?
5: Sharkify, uh, I mean, it, it sounds like something a little similar. I think uh, Solana bankers have slightly of a different concept, but it's like, you can, uh, put up your NFTS collateral and take a loan against it. Um, kind of like, uh, Aave, if you guys know, Aave is like, you know, you put in your collateral, you take a loan against it. And then if you reach a certain threshold, say like 75%, you get liquidated because, um, you know, they have to
8: pay back their loans somehow. Right. Okay. Yeah, so the the major difference between those projects and Solana bankers is that it's the staking. Right? If you want to put your your Stoned Stone Ape Stone crew into that into that system, you wouldn't be able to earn the passive income that you would with us. And that's the really the big deal breaker, I think. And that's why that's why ours would be so important and useful. Yeah, so
1: Solana um Pawn Shop, they don't have a staking piece. But it's like instant liquidity. And I think, yeah, I think they guarantee like fifty percent or fifty-five percent. So if the floor is like ten soul, you'll be able to you know, pull out five point five or five SOL. Uh, and yeah. the fee that they've set up is ten percent. So that that's that sounds
8: like days. that sounds about right for what we're what we've calculated so far. Okay. Around those.
1: Yeah. Do you think people are worried about the staking piece? I mean, like staking for a day or two. I mean, it kind of depends on what the project is. Like, maybe D-Gods, you'd be more worried about not staking. But a lot of these things, I, I just don't know if the if, if the ROI is even worth worrying about with, like, one or two days of staking. Unless they're looking at taking a loan for, like, a long period of time. What, what, what's the time frame you're thinking of?
8: So, the way I see it is that I would be giving, like, 30-day loans. Okay. So, most of these staking, I think the most at, like, I've, I've looked a lot and it seems like the average staking time period would be a 30 day lockup. So, they would be doing a 30 day lockup and then they'd stake RNFT along with it. And yeah.
5: So, I guess, like, if so, basically, it's like you, I'll say I stake my D God, right? I take a 30% loan. What happens if like D gods drops like you know eighty percent and then, um, like do you guys liquidate me and I I lose my D God or? Um,
8: yeah. If 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 you if the if it drops below the threshold and you can't pay back, no. If you, if you pay back the loan, you get your NFT back.
4: Yeah. But at that
8: point, the issue we run into is that people wouldn't be paying back their loans because it'd be more economical. It'd be more worth it for them to just pocket the money and move on so th- that that gets to the point where we're going to be whitelisting certain communities and the chances of d gods dropping 80 percent is so minimal that's why like it's it's reasonable you know
1: i mean there's risk with everything right you just never know of course um of course you know and maybe it may make sense to reaching to reach out to atadia if you know anything about those guys like they're social yeah. scoring and maybe there's a way that you can kind of um tie-in that they're scoring with some of these wallets or however that's going to work for them so that people are probably more willing to pay back because they don't want to get a big ding on their score, you know what I'm saying?
8: That's a great point. Thank you so much for that. I'll definitely reach out to them.
1: They call me super genius for
5: a reason. (laughs) I'm sure. (laughs) Just kidding. But but basically by owning a Solana banker, I, I get the rewards from all of the staking um the stake i got like staking rewards from your nft is that sorry i, I didn't probably,
1: that- yeah i, I assume paying what he gets re- you get, the, the nft will give you some royalty tie-in with the whatever they're making off of the loan right solana
8: um we haven't we actually struck down that idea we were just going to use it for utility so you have to have the nft to use this utility Huh. okay And then, like you are gonna just, you can't use it without the NFT, and that's where the, that's where the buy comes from. People buy it to use the utility.
5: I see. And then, like, do you get any other utility
8: besides just using this uh, platform over here? Yeah. So, in my pitch that I had, I had a little spot at the end. So, some other ideas that we're doing is eventually we're gonna do cross chain integration. So we're gonna expand our loaning services to other cryptocurrencies that have like a considerable NFT community that it'd be worth it. And then one another cool idea I have is that I'm going to pick some like of these celebrated Solana callers and we're going to do like private funding. If you have the, have the NFT, you can put some money into this almost like an ETF kind of of Solana NFTs and these people will invest your money for you and you'll be getting the majority of the gains from that and then we're going to be doing business loans like any other banking utilities that you can think of that can possibly be integrated we're going to be putting it into the web 3 space and then there's just so much more i can't say right now because it's so far down the line i don't want it to get taken
1: yeah that makes sense can i loan out my uh, nft to some degens? i'm not going to use it but still own it i think that'd be pretty cool
8: you mean like peer-to-peer loaning?
1: Well, yeah, like you know, like in these, you know, a lot of these like P two E games, I could have like more of the NFTs, and someone could I could actually loan it out, and then as they're gaming, I get X percent. Like, would there be a way to kind of loan your NFT where I own it? Uh, I don't, not like going to use it for you know, taking out a loan for myself, but other people may want access to your platform. They could pay me like a nominal fee to get access through my NFT. Does that make sense?
8: Yeah, I get that. That was actually. Thank you for touching up on that that was an idea that we've had that we haven't really put much thought into because we're just the initial um the initial product is going to be a lot of work put together to, so everything else is just once we get this down we're going to keep grinding but i'm definitely thinking of having like a part on the site where it's like you can rent one out for sure yeah and there is a platform actually, Moonroving.
5: If you're not aware of uh, Cardinal Labs, where you can rent out your NFTs for you know just any amount, and they can like basically borrow your NFT. Um, say you know someone wanted to get into the DGods Alpha server to see what was going on. Um, I could put my DGod up, like say it's okay, hundred dollars for a month or something, and they could they could use my DGod, and join the Alpha Discord, just to see what's going on.
8: Yeah, and I know Yaa does that too. I think there's a few person-to-person uh, loaning systems.
1: Yeah, there's a bunch that are out there, but I mean, th- something to think about. Going back to my question on like the loaning ability, like if I can loan out the NFT to someone that wants to leverage the, the platform, and like maybe I get a small cut, you get a small cut, and it's another way to kind of drive revenue and keep this thing afloat beyond just the like, secondary yeah. sales. You know, so
8: not, this isn't a coaching session, but just something to mm-hmm. think about.
1: And always happy to jump yeah, yeah, in and that. talk more about you know, the, the construct. So
8: love the input. Thank you.
1: Anything else that we're, uh, I guess, time frame for mint? Did you say like when that's coming?
8: Um, so it's, I don't have a time frame yet. I'm just trying to, I don't feel comfortable with having a mint and then not selling out. So I'm gonna have the mint at a time where it's like, where we 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 know it will sell out, and also the product is gonna take, like I said, some time to develop. So I I want to get a demo out before mint, but um. So that it might push mint back like into a month away or two months away, even. But it's so so volatile; like everything just changes so quickly in this space. It's hard to say.
1: Hundred percent. Okay. Well, we can circle back um, with you as you kind of continue to build. But yeah, take your time, man, and, and make this thing right. If you want to talk through just some of the concepts, I can always hop on a quick call and, and kind of help you think through it. It's one of the things I'm pretty good at. So, uh, Ping Boy or DG Labs. Any other questions for bankers?
6: Uh, yeah, it's a question I always like to ask, you know, what's been your, what would you say has been your biggest struggle so far? Like, what are you trying to overcome? What obstacles have you been facing? So through the service or like through the development of the project so far? Just in general, as a project lead, like what what has been your, your main issue that you're trying to
8: to address and overcome? So the main issue is that you lock up a substantial amount of your value into the NF, into the staking system when you stake it. So for these Stone Dave crews, you're locking up like 10 grand. It's like 100 Solana for I don't know what it is at right now, but it's like 10 grand. That's a lot of money. If you could be making that money while also making the passive income, while also having some of that money in liquidity from your floor price, that would just be so much more beneficial to not only you but the entire NFT space, Solana space. Because it allows people to keep investing into projects they love and supporting these projects. So that's really what I'm trying to fix here or solve.
1: Okay, very cool. I mean, there's always haters out there that don't like these loans, like these payday loans. They kind of consider it that way. Like, oh, you know, you've got DJs out there and they're going to come and they're going to take out a loan. They're going to get screwed and then they won't be able to pay it back and then lose their NFT but, uh, you know, my perspective is, hey, if you play it smart and you know what you're doing, you know, it's a good system to leverage, right? Just like credit cards. Credit cards, if you know how to use them, right, are a great tool. Like pay them off every month, right, get all the points, whatever. I don't use cash at all. I use credit cards whenever I can, and I can't use crypto, which is most of the time. <laughs> but, um, you know, some people hate credit cards. Some people hate these types of loans. But if you if you set it up correctly uh, and you leverage them in the right way, you know, it's, it can be a very useful tool. So I uh, like what you guys are doing. Thanks for for jumping on.
8: Yeah, 100%. It's like a financial tool. You could use it and lose money on it, but if you use it right, you're going to benefit from it and you're going to make money off of it. Like anything. You know?
1: Right, right, right. All right, let's keep rolling through. Um, Pangboy, you want me to pick? Would you rather pick or DG? Do you want to? Uh, have any insight as to who you want to go to next? We've got Play Big Time, we've got Space Plus, and then Kev the Cactus.
5: I think it's, it's DG's turn, you know? DG's got to pick now. Okay, DG. I'm um,
6: interested in hearing about space plus. I mean, I'm I'm all about the space theme since we're doing intergalactic pandas.
1: <laughs> all right, so let's go over and hang out with Emily. Everyone, say hi, Emily. <laughs> hi, Emily. This is a safe space. Hey. No, no, no I feel,
3: I feel, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel safe. I feel all safe. right, so really
1: quick, you're building. This is an aerospace company, creating. Another entity that's tied in with NFTs, but basically trying to put forth this concept of a social and cultural experience between Earth and space because we're going, baby. We're going to create like this awesome culture up in space at some point in time. Maybe a couple thousand years away could be in 10 years. I don't know. Elon knows, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you're kickstarting it with web 3. So we're gonna connecting people in space and on earth and web 3 today with VR, AR, uh, there's a metaverse, which is cool, right? Your grandfather's hanging out on Mars one day. You can <laughs> pick the ball with him in this metaverse, right? Exactly. So I'll stop there. I'm I'm, I'm uh, just kind of playing with you, but I think it's a pretty cool concept. But I want to kind of give you the mic. You can give us a more thorough picture of what you guys are building. Uh, and then I, I would be curious as to, you know, how does the NFT tie in and the value for that and so on and so forth?
3: For sure. Yeah. I'll just start by like picking up on some of the things that you mentioned, which – Are super important right you know we think oh you know we'll live in space in thousands of years but the reality is people are going to space every month through the private sector now every month that's insane right SpaceX and Blue Origin are sending people up every single month in 2022 and I believe it's scheduled for 2023 that we have a billionaire that is going to be orbiting the moon for two weeks in a capsule like what on earth <laughs> are people going to do in a capsule for two weeks orbiting the moon? You know, we're going to need the infrastructure to have experiences and a way to to validate assets, you know, ownership in space and a digital currency, a decentralized currency. It just um, crypto and NFTs and, and having the infrastructure with blockchain set up for commerce in space for people to use when they get up in space because, of course, they're coming from all different countries, um, you know, all different systems of banking. Uh, Web3 just really, really is such a logical choice. And, you know, maybe in 10 to 15 years, we'll have the way that this space is moving, how fast it moves. Um, we will be using different, different tech than blockchain. But currently on Earth, uh, it's the best we got. So that's what we're rolling forward with. And I guess I will say for anyone that joined uh, after my intro, um, everything that we're doing with the Space Plus project is tethered to what um, our company, Uplift Aerospace, is doing in real life. So we are using an NFT to facilitate membership to real life space experiences, and then in, in our phase two, a metaverse as well. So we are going to be launching our first NFT collection very, very soon. Um, with also some of our most insane... May 10th, everybody. i <laughs> I'm trying not to say it, man. <laughs> Yes, we updated the website a little bit early, but officially we're announcing in our AMA yeah, what tomorrow. Are we, what are
1: we, well, yeah, what do we Oh, I guess because <laughs> nobody knows yet, but uh, that's why you come to the show. Well.
3: <laughs> it's true, yeah. Get the inside scoop. Um, but yeah, okay, so we are announcing a ton of crazy stuff tomorrow, including um, our official date, our collection size, our price. Um, but that's not the biggest news we have this week. We have some insane news coming out later this week. And I cannot give away too many details, but I can tell you that since we are, everything we do is tethered to reality and is, you know, a bridge between, you know, aerospace, the private industry and common people like like you and I, um, there is a reason why we're calling our NFTs a launch pass. And it's it's literal. And that's, that's about as much as I can say without going like over the edge. Um, but... What we can say is that as a Web3 aerospace company, you know, we're literally building a Web3 space program. Our community members will participate in real life. We have contracts in place already with NASA for payload space on the International Space Station um, through our Constellation Vault project at Uplift. So that project um, is a project that actually is an exhibition platform above the Earth for some of the most outstanding art that we have and products and brands that we have here on earth and our community has access to it. So you can sort of think about it as we're already doing these projects. We, you know, we have engineers working on lunar concrete, you know, we have, we have these things in place through our other avenues for building out the infrastructure for commerce and space at uplift. And it really just occurred to us, you know, for this to be long-term and with so many people going to space the social infrastructure has to be there. Like we need a community behind and what an amazing way to do it from like a decentralized standpoint to be able to give access to people that are not the Elon Musks of the world or the Jeff Bezos of the world. Um, you know, just anybody that wants to participate, that's really what this NFT is for. It's a membership. Um, we have giveaways for suborbital space flights, zero G space flights, um, you know, launch, launch party access. And, uh, so that utility, that's really, that's really the heart of what we're doing. So actually in March, um, to kick off our project, we sent three of our community members. We did a, a giveaway for three community members to experience zero gravity on a zero G flight, uh, which was insane. We sent them up with, um, Jose Hernandez, who is the first Mexican American astronaut in, uh, in space. And, we uh, sent them on a zero-g flight with him. He taught them how to, you know, interact in zero-g and not to flail and kick their friends in the face and, uh, and live, you know, as if they were living in space. And let me tell you, like, seeing three people that are just, like, you know, not paying for it, it was a surprise, um, had never experienced anything like that in this world. Seeing the look on their face when, like, gravity disappeared was, man, that was, that was something else. Well, maybe pause there.
5: <laughs> well, that, that's that's incredible. So, like, basically, from what I'm hearing, you guys have been developing this, like, aerospace company to basically bring people into space, and, you no, know, you guys didn't just want to leave it to, like, the elites, and you guys wanted to connect with the community, launch this NFT, and also give us the benefits to, like, potentially go to space? Or, like, like how does... How does that work? Like if we have the NFT, can we go to space too?
3: <laughs> I mean, I would love to send every single holder to space. So currently um it is set up to be more of like a giveaway system. So with each phase we'll have we'll have giveaways. But yes, community members, not founders, definite community members, uh will be going to space. Um and and soon. I, that's all I can say on that. That's all there was that
1: one say. Solana project that launched back in like September, October, if you guys remember. And the whole concept was they wanted to send somebody to space. Do you all remember that? No. Yeah. I forget the name of yeah. it. Um, and obviously, you guys are much more dynamic than that. So I'm not trying to relate you to them by any means. No, no. Sorry. But I thought it was funny that um, I don't think it ever happened. I don't know what the hell happened. I, think I had somebody follow up with me, like, oh, they we're trying to bring the project back to life. This was like a month ago. Yeah, that's uh, so why it's kinda of top of mind. But um yeah, so you can't send everybody, you know, it's expensive. So it's
3: expensive. I mean, but that being said, like I you know, for the for the people that will be going to space, that'll be life changing and unreal. Um but there's an awful lot that you can participate in what's going on in space from Earth, um, or have like space simulation uh activities while you're on Earth or you know, talk to people in space while you're on Earth. Um and so, like, we're, we are here for the long term. We have at least a, a three-phase build-out planned uh, for this for this Web3 project. And, you know, hopefully beyond that, everything from, you know, integrating with our lunar resource research with our engineering department. Um, you know, we are doing a lunar rover build-out. Like, how amazing would it be to give access to, like, the camera on the lunar rover for the community to, like, take pictures and turn them into NFTs? You know, like, there's just... There's so, so much more that I think people can experience um, in this day and age with the technology that we have. It's not just, you know, watching a few people go to space and then come back later on and we see it on TV. It's, you know, we can really interact. And not only that, but with the Web3 space program that we're building out within our community, um, like we can provide decision making opportunities or opportunities to interact with with astronauts or people in the industry to really get involved and have a say in what we want humanity to look like in space you know that's our that's our decision moving forward and it's it's a decision that we're going to have to grapple with sooner rather than later cuz like this is happening now
5: so so you guys have sent people to space and like we return safely and and then, you know, you guys are building a school project. But I, I'm more concerned about the safety, like even about space. Is like you guys have sent people to space and they came
3: back? So not yet. So we haven't launched our NFT yet. Uh, that will be happening very soon. Um, and we do not have our own rockets. Um, we use launch providers. And I cannot say who, but they are very established launch providers that send people to space uh, like monthly and return safely. So... It is. Um, it's. It's not your like your budget rent-a-car rocket to send people to space. It's absolutely like a very trusted uh, industry leader in okay. space tourism.
7: I hope that there's no rent-a-car version for going <laughs> to space. Like I hope that's just not an option.
3: <laughs> I mean, not right now. Yeah, I and mean, then I hope we don't get to that point.
5: Whatever. Whenever you guys get a chance, you know, you guys you can send me moon roving dg and we'll, we'll, we'll do this twitter space in space so you know that's a good marketing trick right
3: oh absolutely absolutely um and like i will say that within our community like equal chance for everyone and there's no um we wanted it the opportunity for our community members to go to space and have it be decentralized you know really have it be a community-led decision um you know we would lay the foundation and then the community would pick it up and and run with it from there and that's that's really where the heart of this is you know we want we want people to have a say you know aerospace is not an easy industry to get into like my background is in environmental sciences and storytelling and uh you know I, otherwise like I would not I would not be in the space industry if it wasn't for the cultural aspect and if it wasn't for this amazing community and I think a lot of people love space but then just like being in being an astronaut or being in the aerospace industry in a traditional sense wasn't really a possibility and now with the technology we have like it can happen which is pretty crazy.
5: Oh cool, yeah. Um yeah, sorry.
1: No. I was on mute. Go ahead, ping
5: <laughs> Yeah, I mean I, I guess like the so basically it's like you guys will raffle off a few community members to go to space and everyone else who who didn't get lucky enough you know, for raffle can always enjoy um, you know, the experience through cameras or something in space.
3: For sure. For sure. And like other other um in-person events to like experience it with the community, right? Like launch party events, um, you know, astronaut events or networking activities, um, astronaut simulation events, like really the build out is, is pretty holistic to make sure that the people that really want to participate have the opportunity. Um, yeah. And, and, and I will say like within our art, I know we haven't really chatted much about the NFTs or the art and I think That happens a lot of the time because the utility is like so nuts. But uh, I just have to give a huge shout out to our our development team over at Continuum XR. Um, They are a phenomenal, phenomenal development team who has done an amazing job uh, building out our PFPs for this project. Um, Our PFPs are generated in Unreal. They are generated in 8K if your screen has the resolution to view in 8K. Um, but the narrative behind it really underlines what we've been talking about. It really is emphasizing um, how we envision the future of humanity in space and how we can retain our our personality, our individuality in space. And we really believe that's through Web3. So in our avatars, we've actually used AR features, augmented reality features, um, to build out like holographic um, traits for our ARs, uh, sorry, for for our PFPs, um, to really like emphasize the fun and the humanity and the creativity and the art that people are bringing to space now in a way that never really has do- been done before. Um, so, just really want to really want to make sure that I am super thankful and grateful to the art team over at Continuum, and uh, and mention them there.
1: Okay, very cool. Any, um, thanks for coming up and and talking through it, Emily. Yeah. Um, Like what you guys are doing, it's a a little bit different, obviously. Uh, Any other thoughts or questions uh, for Emily from the panel or other projects that are up hanging out?
3: I will give one last plug, just to say that um, we want to make sure, even though all of our holders can't go to space, everyone will Mm -hmm. receive an item that has gone to space and come back. So that's kind of a fun a fun little real life experience that all of our holders will have.
1: Will it be a pen, a postcard, um, and a sticker and a bracelet, potentially?
3: <laughs> some or all of those things, yeah. <laughs>
1: <clears throat> I'm not gonna say where that's from, but that's kind of an inside joke that some of the way I picked up on today. Um, okay, cool. So, yeah, thanks for coming up. Uh, uh, we'll have to have you back on as this continues to develop. Yeah, Uh, It sounds like uh, not May 9th, not May 11th, but somewhere around there, something special (laughs) might be happening. You have to find out tomorrow.
3: Yeah, you'll find out more tomorrow. Thanks so much (laughs) for having us. eh?
1: Actually, it looks like i got a star here. They may have a question for you. Let's see. Sure. Pull them up. Pretty cool PFP. They look kind of spacey, so they may be right up
3: in Ah, there. Some bioluminescent plankton in those waves.
1: Hey, star, are you there? Yeah, I'm interested in space, as you can see with my name. (laughs) Uh, Like, What do you mean? You're physically going to send things to space?
3: Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, we are an NFT project by an aerospace company that actively has contracts with NASA and agreements with other industry leaders like Blue Origin, Sierra Space Co. um, to send things to space and have them come back. To exhibit things in space, so actually to send some artwork and fantastic products from space or from Earth to space and actually exhibit them aboard the International Space Station, and then then bring them back and exhibit them on Earth, Um, and then also integrating our NFT collection and our Web3 community and giving them access to payload space and products that have been to and from space um, and space flight experiences and zero G experiences. So all of these all of these things are facilitated through membership that is provided by our NFT.
5: Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. I've got get, I've got to get on that one quick time because uh,
1: <laughs> I'm all about space, not too much. But yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to check you out.
2: Thanks for that.
3: Yeah, please join us on Discord. We have um, active contests and giveaways currently on our discord providing access to not only our allow lists but also to actually free nfts um so that is definitely worth checking out there's lots of additional benefits in there you might not see on twitter
2: i'd like to just briefly say that this rocks that was really fun to listen to i (laughs) I cannot wait for you to get this i crafted the sentence before i'm going to say it but i cannot wait for you to get this both off the ground figuratively and literally. um i i i loved hearing this story and what you guys are up to and can't wait to hear more because um this is such a unique use of um all of this tech and i i can't wait to see how you have this planned i think that what you guys are doing is kind of what so much of this should be about which is finding new ways to use the tech and i feel absolutely no copy paste from you and i just feel you guys working towards doing something new and and you know pushing it forward so keep doing what you do get it off the ground you you rule i'd love to see that was awesome
3: uh thanks so much we'll have to connect offline and uh you mentioned your brother's in aerospace eh?
2: yeah he works um he builds uh all the fuel systems and whatnot for Rocketdyne, and works with uh, uh blue origin as well and spacex and also he's kind of a private contractor that works with all of them and builds and designs fuel systems and whatnot Um,
4: amazing
2: wanted to be an astronaut and was in every category except for literally one to be able to do it so maybe I'll have to grab him an MST and hold it I was gonna say I was gonna
3: say let's make that dream happen right
2: (laughs) I know I know the only one he didn't have was that he hadn't been I don't remember he wasn't he hadn't taught it in school or something. I don't remember what it was but uh, we'll make it happen maybe through you so I'd love to talk offline this is this was amazing to hear congratulations
3: thank you yeah it's a it's awesome to hear from you as well and just dm me and i'll i'll make sure we connect offline
2: let's get my brother to space
4: baby
3: yeah
2: <laughs> all right really quick we're gonna
1: go over to big time here in a second but uh mad clovers do you have a quick uh comment question for space plus
9: yes i do um and thank you um so i was in cryptopia emily and uh Uh, You probably don't remember me, but I met you. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, I don't look like my profile, but but, um, (laughs) yeah, I was actually there for the Safe Moon presentation and I met Scott and you guys. But uh, I'm a quality engineer for Northrop Grumman and um, I actually got to walk in and see uh, the James Webb telescope being built.
3: Oh oh my God. Yeah.
9: So when I saw, um, I believe that's one of your posts of one of your pictures, your NFTs is the. As one of the panels maybe the gold one
3: yeah i don't
9: know <clears throat> but um yeah when i when you spoke about uh the nfts and going up in, in space and all that like um my whole family's um military you know prior military work at nasa uh, i was was with boeing uh lockheed now i'm with northrop and um i'm all as soon as you, as soon as you came out i i was all over you guys so i knew this was going to be a huge project. So I greatly appreciate what you guys are doing and um I'll be seeing you guys hopefully May 26th in uh, Cryptopia again yeah yes
3: hopefully. I'm on uh, I'm on the NFT panel actually again correct
9: uh, exactly so, so <laughs> and,
3: and I, will I be actually there.
9: and so what's kind of neat about that is I got a uh, an email and I actually got a, a an NFT uh ticket for Cryptopia so okay. it like yeah I was one of the first ones so it's kind of hidden gem. but um so i definitely can't wait to see you there and uh ask you a few more questions
3: yes yeah please come hang out we're gonna have quite a few of the team there um and maybe even a couple of our mods so absolutely it was awesome to meet you last time and now we'll have even more to chat about
9: definitely i I love you guys so every (laughs) and every other project on here holy cow you guys are amazing like uh and me being a quality guy i just I'm a root cause corrective action improvement. So I'm always nitpicking the five whys for all these projects. So you guys are hitting everything amazingly. So I greatly appreciate the time. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks for coming up, man. Uh, yeah, Emily, thanks for for hanging out with us. Uh, appreciate you. We'll do a closing rounds here uh, in a few minutes after we hit the, the last two projects uh, and then we'll, we'll close out, but uh, we still have uh, plenty of time to kind of get through some good content. I know DG labs, who's our, uh, our headline sponsor wants to talk just for a second with uh, somewhat less they want to give out, but they are minting one of their uh, collections coming up May 5th. It's the intergalactic pandas. Uh, and these guys, DG labs is creating an awesome brand in web three tied in with an actual art studio. Uh, and they're trying to combine, um, actually build a bridge to combine uh, digital and physical art. So guys, thanks so much for, for sponsoring, but uh, over DMs, you mentioned, Hey, you want to do some whitelist. What's the, the whitelist thing you want to do DG really quick
6: yeah basically I uh, I pinned it up top. just hop into our discord and i'll I'll tell you the phrase in here and anybody who hops in and says the phrase um, can uh, can get whitelist for our mint on Thursday on Magic Eden Launchpad. but the phrase is very simple. It's just uh, stay dope, you know, or good vibes only. So say those, hop in, get white We're shutting it down wednesday morning and then mints on thursday so we have to get everything over to magic eden 24 hours in advance so you know it's just uh we're honored to be here and and sorry my brain's getting a little fried it is getting to be past my bedtime
1: <laughs> <laughs> me too brother but yeah guys jump in discord mention what was the term
6: uh stay dope
1: stay dope uh and this will work if you're listening to the recording as well i think till yes. tomorrow so Correct. Uh, thanks for doing that yeah. cool yeah. And then Azra, they've got their whitelist giveaway up top as well. We'll do at the end of this show, uh, five whitelist spots. So hang in for that. Now uh, we got two other projects to get to, Kev, the Cactus, but also Big Time. and do want to kind of dive deep with Big Time, the gaming experience that they've built. Uh, guys, you opened up the show with a quick intro. It's been quite a while. I know Ping Boy uh, was super excited to have you on the show. When it it, I had asked him if, hey, you wanted to sponsor, and he's obviously excited about Azra as well, being a big gamer. But yeah. Um, yeah maybe because it's been a little bit give us another like two minutes of this hey this is what big time has been doing and then myself and, and paying boy will start kind of just pegging questions at you if that's okay and big time are you there or are you rugging or am i rugging
7: sorry it cut out there for a second my bad i uh it's been cut i got like kind of rough reception here what was that
1: Oh, so we're just coming over to you. So what I would ask you to do is just kind of refresh really quick who big time is, what you guys are building, um, you know, with the game, the gaming experience, and then Ping Boy and myself and DG Labs, if you've got questions, we'll, we'll just start pegging questions at you.
7: Yeah. So it's an MMORPG on PC. So we we kicked off our early access launch last week, uh, actually, as it was uh, two weeks ago. And that's where our gold pass holders who are currently out there playing right now. So... For people who are familiar with World of Warcraft or Diablo, the, the gameplay is pretty similar to that. We have got four character classes, and you run around kind of multiple worlds, and then you run up on these, these time tears, which look like a Rick and Morty portal, if you're a fan of that show. And then once you drop into one of those portals, you, uh, you play through an adventure zone, which is similar to a dungeon from Diablo, and you beat enemies along the way. And as you beat them, they drop loot, some of that loop are NFTs.
5: Yeah, I mean, so... Yeah, again, just for those who don't know, Big Time is, to me, the first AAA game title that has released. Um, the other one would be Alluvium. And then, you know, I'm I'm very looking forward to Azra Games as well. But, yeah, you know, on, on the Big Time side of things, um, essentially, like... I I am curious right now because we have been playing this gold pass early access as a huge community. I think we have like 10% of your gold pass accesses in our community. And I wanted to know more about, you know, what, what's coming down the line with big time in terms of like, what you guys are looking to build, what you guys are trying to like expand the game. Um, And yeah, just for those who don't, who are a little unfamiliar, like their early access has been absolutely amazing. The graphics are amazing. They, they set out an amazing core and, you know, I want to hear more about like the content side of things and what you guys were bringing into
7: the game, like, you know, for your full release. For sure. And and man, if you got a 10% of all the gold that passes like good on you, that's, that's some serious, that's some serious involvement in the game. So, um, Awesome that you're on the team. So, so in terms of what people have to look forward to, a roadmap really over the next quarter or so, we're going to continue to expand the population that goes into EAL. So the next phase is the Silver Pass holders, then Jade, and then Ruby. And uh, you know, by the time we're done with Ruby, that's like thirty thousand or forty thousand or so people playing inside the game. And then after that, we have global launch where. Hey, as long as you got a computer, uh, and a fast enough internet connection, you can download it and play it. And when we go into global launch, a, a bunch more features kind of come to the forefront. So that's where the functionality of space, which is our land NFT really kicks in. Uh, multiple more worlds get, get released as well. So right now in, in gold pass, there's only one world by, by global release. I think we're at four or five or so, um, the marketplace will look substantially different too, and that's where we really think the guilds are going to start kind of getting more involved inside the game as well. So, so some of those other features that you're familiar with in other blockchain games, plus a lot more gameplay, is all things you got to look forward to by global launch.
5: Yeah, so just just for like you know a little history lesson on the gaming models and how the gaming models really evolved throughout the time is you know now now right now i think you know all the gamers out here shout out to all the gamers um right now like the model is free to play and really when free to play first came out though like no one like everyone was actually shitty on free to play you know and it sounds nice now that all the games are free to play but like whenever free to play first came out it was like oh like microtransactions we don't want to do microtransactions and then League of Legends came out, and after that, it was such a triple-A game that people really enjoyed, had so much fun with, and basically free-to-play after that just became the normal gaming model. So with crypto gaming, I see the exact same pattern. Like Right now, people don't really understand crypto games. A lot of them are really in the infancy of what's going on, and I do think there's going to be one game that really really revolutionizes the entire gaming space out here big time has shown some amazing like start to it and you know i, I do want to see them build out more and more content it sounds like they have four worlds coming so i am super hyped big time and yeah I, I i really do think that you guys are in the opportunity to really shift over the web 2 gamers to web 3 and i think that is going to be the biggest impact into the crypto space and, you know, over, obviously, Azure Games, super interested in what you guys are doing out there. But yeah, know just for you, who, who those who don't know, shout out to Big Time, man. These guys have really been putting in the work. These guys work nonstop for sure with how, how fast they've been developing such a high graphics game. And, you know, I'll, I'll be out here looking for more games that that will be the League of Legends, essentially, of crypto gaming. I do think Big Time has a really big shot. So shout out to you guys.
1: Hey, Big Time, question for you. So as someone that doesn't game a lot, is there like through NFTs somewhere that I can kind of get invested or kind of be along for the ride?
7: Yeah, the the, the the fastest way to get involved is nft.bigtime.gg. So we have our own marketplace there. And that's where you can get the in-game NFTs, like the cosmetic ones, as well as space, which is our land NFT. So just by going on the website there, you can set it up. And the reason why we have our own marketplace, you know, you can buy, um, you know, other parts of like big time on on OpenSea and Binance, but we have our own marketplace because that helps us avoid gas fees, among other things. And we have this patented technology called the Vault, which is going to allow people to move their NFTs from from the big time marketplace onto a variety of chains. So so in that regard, we're going to kind of be chain agnostic. Um, but if you want to kind of get involved right now, that's the way you can do it. And just by big time, by virtue is we want to be a smooth transition from, from web two to web three. So in about a week or so, we're anticipating our our credit card purchasing feature will be back on there.
5: Yeah.
1: Are you working with Crossmint on that or is that your own kind of setup?
7: Uh, we're working with circle on that part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were one of like uh one of our early partners there, and then you know obviously they invested in big time but also they uh you know they come with that technology so it's it's a pretty good uh m- you know mutual partnership there which is, which is kind of the gold standard i think for for investments so like you know coming from like someone like moon roving who
5: hasn't done like he's not a gamer really, but he is interested in opportunities in the space, so you're saying that. Essentially, through your marketplace, you know, you can buy these NFTs and um, essentially, you know, just hold them if you want, if you think it's going to be really valuable. And then, you know, they'll move in the future like other NFTs and that's how investors can get involved.
7: Yeah, that's that's kind of the main way right now. Um, you know, even if you're not a gamer, you can still get space and it's it's really your your, your biggest stake inside of of a triple a blockchain game and one of the first ones out there so that's that's the best and the f- fastest way for you to get involved short of playing the game
1: so when you say like get space by buying like a parcel of land inside the game
7: yeah that that's pretty much yeah so it is like a land nft it's non-localized so it's your own private area so if you've played sims or something like that before it's 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 like having your own house inside of Sims and there's a modular component to it as well. So you can kind of like bolt multiple space together to expand it. But it is like land NFT in that sense.
1: And what would you say is going to potentially um, elevate the value or amplify the value of the NFT over time?
7: I, th- I think it's I think it's by widespread adoption of the game. So we only have 500 or so users in the game right now on a daily basis. So you know the you know the big bet at big time was we're betting on having a lot of people play the game because there's not a lot of space. There's only 600,000. Um, and when you're when you're building a triple A game that has either hundreds of thousands or millions of users a month, that's not a lot of space. To, to inject into the environment over a long period of time and these nfts are cosmetic they don't affect your gameplay and cosmetic nfts work in other games because people care about it because they like the game so we had to do the same thing so we have to make a game that's going to be popular and kind of have like a cult-like following and that's the main way you get involved and will set the conditions for that by not only having some innovative founders, but we've assembled a rock star team of developers to to make that happen. So, you know, if you want to take a position in big time, the best way you could do it is get the space and then realize like, wow, we've only been in access like to to these early access passes cost about six thousand dollars to seven thousand dollars. Um and we had we sold out on them and pretty quickly. And we haven't even started opening up our population yet to to everybody else who's going to want to play this game.
1: How much is the individual space to pick up?
7: They're modular, so I think the floor price right now is uh, like one twenty nine, and they go up to you know over ten thousand.
5: So another thing I would like to add, just for anyone who's not really in the gaming space but wants to come in more as an investor side, is that. If you've looked at like RuneScape, if you looked like RuneScape, actually, I think is one of the best examples where like there's these party hats in RuneScape. And this is a Web 2 game to, you know, just to add, but these party hats don't do anything. They're purely cosmetic. And people are paying upwards of 10 grand for these party hats right now. So I think that that's really like the big time angle where like they create such a fun game that everyone wants to be playing it. And then. The way you flex in the game is like the way you you may flex in you know Twitter with your NFT profile picture is like you show you show them that you have this this goaded big time NFT that's super rare and you know everyone's gonna want it because there's a scarcity amount, there's like only a certain amount limit uh, certain limited amount for that NFT. And yeah, big big time, I think personally, by having it cosmetic, it makes it not pay to win. But more like hey is if the game's funny enough these cosmetics will take off because people just love the flexing game
7: yeah it's a gamble right like everybody everybody does something a little bit different inside the nft space and web3 you, it's, it doesn't seem to be a super feasible model to just do what somebody else is already doing and try and make it a little bit better so in that sense we're not like axi infinity with better graphics even the way we approach NFTs and incorporated them into the game is like very different. And that's, that's, but that's the big time gamble is like need to make an iconic game. And then those cosmetic aspects like determine, or excuse me, garner inherent value from that widespread community.
1: Hey, last question for me on this whole spaces thing. So is it an actual mint? Like, is it random what you get? Or is it like you you just go through the store and pick the one you want and, yeah you you would pick the the one
7: that you want Yeah, so so they they vary in two dimensions either rarity or size so it's 15 total different types of space and then you know they are NFTs in that they have each each one has a unique number but um, you know one for example small rare doesn't have any functional differences than another small rare
1: gotcha okay
5: right on yeah and yeah like yeah there are rarities uh, like pretty much everything in the big time NFT space moon roving so it's like if you really want to you know kind of take a gamble on the game in the long term yeah maybe you want to pick up that super le- like that legendary NFT that's super scarce because you know in the future that everyone who has that NFT after the game takes off and just blows up that they're going to want to you know support that NFT because, you know, they know there's only a 100 of those in the game ever. And, you know, if you have one, obviously, that's just super, like, social credibility in the game.
1: Oh, yeah, it makes sense to me. Okay. Yes, the flex play. Yeah. Which I guess is a little bit different than, you know, some of the other stuff we've been looking at the past couple months, so got
5: it. Yeah. And, and it, just, just for everyone who's, like, interested in this, is like, the, the flex play and everything just purely depends on if the game is fun enough to actually bring over the masses. And I think that's the key thing with all of crypto gaming. For those who are not super familiar with crypto gaming, you know, you have all these projects launching. You get Axie, which is more like a Ponzi-nomics. But, you know, it's, it's just not that fun of a game. And really big time was like, hey, like, we don't want to do that. We're just going to focus purely on the fun and then have the players just make the market um, anyone who's worked for like CS:GO skins or anything like yeah, you know CS:GO skins go for like fifty k to hundred k. So I, I think that is basically the mindset behind like the power of cosmetics and the power of flexing in games.
7: Yeah, I mean the the cosmetic NFT is one is one component of it, and it, it allows characters to or excuse me, people to kind of swag out and peacock a little bit, which is. A pretty well-established model, as as we know in, in, in other games. But what space allows you to do is to customize and upgrade those things that you do find inside the game. So in that regard, like players are the producers inside the economy as well, as well as the ones who are providing like the demand and the, and consuming those NFTs that other people either find. And that's that's what's been hard for us to explain, you know, especially through AMAs because it's not a feature in EAL. Is like, hey, you find a sword inside the game you can bring it back to your space when that's, when that's enabled and then upgrade it from there.
5: Yeah, cool. And, and, you know, this is, this might be not a question for the entire audience, but as someone who has played the game, are all those NFTs in EAL going to be able to upgrade um, using the spaces?
7: Yeah, so all the NFTs that, that early access users have found so far, they're going to be able to keep, like, those, those are yours. And, you know, by by full launch, you're going to be able to move those on the chain so you can put them on OpenSea or Binance later on. And then when if you have space, I mean, you can start to upgrade those as well and customize them and then put them back on the marketplace or use them to, to kind of decorate your characters as you run around in, in the big-time universe. Cool,
3: cool.
1: Love to hear it. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks for coming up. Um If I had more time, I definitely would want to figure out how to play this play this game. But uh, we have a lot of like really lit projects that come up here that are P2E, PvP, all that. I'm just like, man, I'd love to have time to play these games, but I just don't. But that's why you got the, all these guilds and millions of other people to onboard, right? That will come on and um, really blow this this market up, which I'm excited for for you guys for. So, um, any other kind of final thoughts, big time? Anything we missed?
7: I think that's about it for right now. Um, the next major hurdle for us, or excuse me, the next major benchmark for us is going to be global launch, which is in about 10 weeks from now. But other than that, I think we did a pretty good job hitting hitting the high points.
1: So if you want to play the game right now, you know what are the avenues to do that, if there are any, before a global launch?
7: If you want to play it like right now, right now, you'd have to yeah. do one of two things. You can either go on to the marketplace or on OpenSea or Binance and go get a gold pass and redeem it. You can start playing. If you want to play it within a couple weeks, you can play with the silver pass holders. Um, or if you want to try it out, you know you can hit me up at, on a DM to this account. We might be able to give you a four-hour demo where you can kind of play the game in the staging environment. So that's 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 way for we've been doing some some kind of big-time gamers um, to get them to stream it as well.
1: So the give the, the gold pass those are passes that you sold for what was it a couple thousand dollars people were paying 5000
7: Yeah I think we stole them initially at 7 or 800 and then they went up to about 7 or 8000 or so and then they've stayed pretty pretty stable at that point um I think they've dropped to about 6 or 7000 or so but that's as we've burned about half of that gold pass time so they they definitely held their value very well
1: What's the long term value of Gold Pass? There's a, like, a or usage, I should say. Like, will it be have a use in six months?
7: Um, not in terms of the game. So they'll they'll be able to play the game, but what they did get was when they're playing the game, they had a significantly higher NFT drop rate. So those all those cosmetic NFTs that you see on the marketplace right now, which are selling from like twenty to eight thousand bucks, are um, all Put on the marketplace by the Gold Pass users, and they're really kind of like getting the getting the economy going um, by playing it in that EAL period.
1: Got it. Okay, that makes sense.
5: Yeah, I mean, I I, I think you know if anyone out here is more of like the MMO RPG grinder, this is the game that I've seen so far, the MMO RPG world in the crypto gaming space that I've researched over the last two years. So um no definitely check it out they will be launching it for free for everyone right now they're launching it in waves kind of like what Azra game said i think that makes the most sense it's like you launch you launch in a waves you give everyone a little bit you add more you add more you add more and then you release it to literally everyone out there and then they can enjoy the game in its fullest
7: exactly and then i mean on the backside point is it allows us to to onboard our servers and to make sure there's not a whole bunch of errors either. So, you know, it works for us and it works well for for the users because they, they get that those advantages of playing, of playing the game early.
1: All right. Bringing up one cool guy that's got a question see if it's for you big time. And then we're going to roll um, over to Kev and we'll, then we'll do final rounds. But um, the Chewy, did you have a comment question for big time?
5: People have the land and don't really plan to play the game.
7: Are you going to have a service to rent it out to people? Yep, there will be a feature for you to kind of permission it out. It'll be similar to the way that the guilds are going to use it as well.
4: All right, awesome. Thank you.
1: Penguin, maybe we need to do like a show just on big time. Like, how can you take advantage of this unique investment opportunity?
5: I mean, purely, purely to me, like I come from the web two gaming space. I was a huge competitive gamer back in web two. The entire guild we came from pro gaming and content creation background. And no, to us, what matters the most purely, and I think this is like the true revolution of crypto games is is the game fun. Like, yeah, like, like, screw the earnings. Like, I don't, I don't care about the earnings. I don't care about the NFTs. All I care about is if. The game is fun, right? If the game is fun, then suddenly you know you'll have people just buying skins. You'll have people buying stuff just like any other game, like League of Legends, Valorant. Like, you no, know, I spent a ton of money on these games just because I I wanted this character that looked cool, and mainly because the game was just so fun, right? And that is what I look for in any single crypto game. If if I can't find it being fun for like the next three years, then you no. Know, I just don't think they're going to make it because the gaming industry is super competitive. And in order for people to actually bring over the masses, which is the Web2 gaming audience over the game has to be cracked. Like, you're not going to be able to bring over Web2 gamers over into crypto just by selling them. Oh, you make money. You'll bring over maybe like 1% or less. But I've talked to a lot of Web2 gamers and a lot of them are even like, oh, I don't even really want to like, think about like the financial side. I play games for fun, right? Like, so that's all they care about. They, if the game's fun enough, they they'll get in for the fun of the game. And then all the you know the ownership and stuff, they'll they'll figure it out as it goes because the game's so fun and they'll just be like, oh wait, I bought this, you know, skin in this game and it's cool. But I can actually trade it. That's pretty cool. And I, I think that's the most natural evolution of gaming. And that's really where we're targeting I mean, that's why we have the number one streamer in crypto games right now is because we have that web two and web three relatable audience to where we're not just like, hey, come here and make some money. We're like, hey, is this game fun? If it's not, then we're like, all right,
7: well we're, we're not we're not gonna promote it. Yeah, I mean just seeing the 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 wide array of not fun blockchain games that were out there, it was like kind of inevitable that somebody developed a a good blockchain game. It was, it's just the way that the industry is moving. Um, kind of no matter what hardcore gamers have to say about NFTs, blockchains are going to find their way into that that gaming environment. And, you know, I, I felt like the bar was kind of low to, to make a good, good quality game. And I feel like that's what Big Time did, though.
1: All right, guys, thanks for coming up. Thanks for going deep with us. Uh, appreciate the patience as well. So if you're just joining in, we've had a pretty good night. We've had, I think, yeah, four total projects that have come up and um, hung out with us so far. We've got one more to go, but I've uh, been super grateful to have everyone out just spending time, kind of digging deep, different ideas, uh, different projects completely, which is cool. Pretty diverse tonight, but you just heard from All uh, played Play Big Time. We had Ezra Games on earlier. They're still here. Uh, Solano Bankers, Space Plus, and then Kev the Cactus. Uh, so we're gonna go to kev he's last and then we'll do a final round just to have have these guys share a minute or two uh and what they're building in case you're disjoining the space uh but these um shows are up for 30 days on twitter and i'm starting to add them to podcasts as well so they live forever but um but yeah with that uh thanks again play big time for the patience and for hanging out and kev you too i know you've been just chilling for for quite a while but let's go over uh hear a little bit more about what you're doing a little bit of a kind of a, a more art focused project, fully community driven, fully community, I guess, uh, put together like the different artists you've uh, compiled to create the collection. Um, Cause it's been almost two hours now. Would you kind of just refresh on what you guys have, have put together from a project standpoint, like when it minted um, and then like what, you know next steps look like for the roadmap for for the project itself?
2: <clears throat> Absolutely, apologies. and choking on some water which i'm now realizing is very appropriate being a cactus um there you go so hi i'm mike um i had no problem hanging out i love listening to people and what they're up to and what they're what they're doing um so uh yeah thank you so much for having me on here so yeah you said it exactly right this is an art focused project and uh, i recognize that Um, That can actually be a little bit tougher sometimes to push in the NFT world because so much of this is, you know, there's so much, you know, staking and passive income and and whatnot. But I'm looking to build a little bit um, more of a niche, simply creative project here. So um, how this started was just a project based on a character that I had where I wanted to... Bring people's ideas to life. And I created a website where you could see the initial character of a Kev and you could go on while the whole PFP thing, you know, one character dressed up as a billion things was blowing up. And I created a website where you could go on and you could suggest a theme for a Kev the Cactus. So you could connect your Discord, I'm sorry, connect a wallet, uh, type in your Discord handle, and type in, you know, alien Kev, robot Kev, whatever it is that you want to see. And people started getting really creative. And if I would choose your idea, I'd build it uh, piece by piece in 3D. And if we minted it, I would give you a piece of the creative royalty. So you were built into the metadata of it and will be for life. So there was kind of a byproduct of this, though. Um, I came up in the music industry. I've been in the music industry for 15 years. I'm a six-times platinum recording engineer and a Grammy-nominated mixer and all sorts of things. And my biggest problem working in the music industry is getting paid as a collaborator. So if you work on an album, there may be 30, 40 people that worked on that album together. And there are so many people that need to get paid out as collaborators and co-collaborators because it's not just money going to the artist it's going to mixers it's going to producers all sorts of people so there's a huge hole in the music industry system as to quickly efficiently and transparently and borderlessly paying out lots of collaborators and not only that it takes about nine months to get your money so we developed a system that was including hundreds of different people's wallets just through them collaborating with us and making their suggestion so just as i would hope to get paid out in the music industry suddenly i was able to include everyone's data in the nft itself so that when theirs cells on magic eden they don't have to rely on me with a community wallet or a um, you know a promise to pay it out or whatever they would just get paid just like i am as the creator which is a dream come true for me in the music industry because I can't track down where the money came from. I have no idea. So, this was a little byproduct of just trying to do a silly little project of Kev the Cactus and make some art together, was realizing, hey, you know what? We might have developed a piece of code here to automate a script to create the royalties to hundreds of uh different collaborators instantly so let's keep furthering this how can we keep collaborating with people and bringing people in and making them the creators so the mint that we just did jumping forward a little bit the mint that we just did was actually a hundred percent made by other people i did not make a single piece of art myself nothing was generated i created a channel on my discord and said hey um send in your drawings (laughs) essentially said submit your own art And I didn't know if that was gonna work or not because I didn't know how much people really wanted to engage in a project because so many people, you know, wanna buy and sell or just buy and hold. But I was asking people like, be an artist, make a drawing, get creative, be collaborative with me,